Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Blackwood Show. The Black, the Black, the Black, Black. Welcome to the Blackwood Show. I am Taylor Blackwood, and this is my show. It is the last episode of 2020. I'm sure everyone listening is ready to put a pin in this thing. (laughs) What a year we've had, guys. I hope uh, all of you guys have gotten through relatively unscathed, and my heart goes out to all of you who are terribly affected by this. But I think we can all agree on one thing. We're going to be glad to have this year behind us. I think for me, this year was characterized by high highs and low lows, and it's been a scary and uncertain year in a lot of ways. Uh, but mostly I've just been left with a lot of uh, uh, sorrow in my heart for all the people who really had a rough go in coronavirus, especially the people who got sickened by it. I think, you know, really put into focus for all of us how critical health is, you know, that nothing else matters if you're unhealthy. I was listening to a podcast the other day and the guy made the point, he said, you know, a, a healthy man has 99 goals and he's working on all of them. An unhealthy man has one goal to get healthy. And I think that's re- a really important insight and something for us to keep top of mind as entrepreneurs, your, your personal health, both physically and mentally is really important to preserve and to nurture as entrepreneurs and especially as leaders. Cause if you aren't healthy, you can't help lead the people. You can't help influence your company. You can't help influence the world the way that you need to. And I think that being healthy and taking care of yourself, doing a little self-love, doing a little self-care is critical in our paths as entrepreneurs and as leaders, and it enables confidence. And today's episode is going to be on confidence. We're going to do a leadership episode on confidence, and I thought it'd be a fun way to wrap up the year. You know, this year was the year that I launched this podcast, and we're going to close out. This is our 30th episode, so I really appreciate all of your support. If you guys think of someone who could be inspired by this episode or benefit from this podcast, please share it with them, because I love how much we've grown, and I want to thank you guys for all of your support in the launch of this podcast in 2020s. I kind of figured it out and found my voice. Real quickly, you know, next year in 2021 is going to be an exciting year for this podcast. I'm looking at doing vlogging for the first time. So video, bringing the podcast on a video essentially and using the YouTube format. So I'm thinking about uh, you guys getting to see my ugly mug while I talk to you. <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm excited about the concept of maybe adding video into this, getting onto YouTube as a platform, because that was really where I do a lot of my viewing of these podcasts. And, you know, like Graham Stefan was someone who uh, inspired me to get into this podcasting thing. And all of his stuff is on the vlog format. I think it's just kind of the future. So there's some exciting things coming in 2021. I'm going to be doing my first interviews with other people as well and inviting other people on the show, especially with the video format. So I'm really excited about what we got going on and, and the growth that we're going to have together then. So thank you for your support in 2020. Let's look forward. So without further ado, let's jump into it and talk about confidence. Confidence to me is one of the most important things that you need as a leader. And I'm going to talk about it in this podcast, but confidence is the common thread that unites successful people that I know. And that's something that I like to do. I like to analyze and watch people who I admire, watch people who are successful and see what behaviors they have, what things lead to that success or what things prepare them for that success. And one thing you notice with almost every successful person, you know, if you reflect on is that they're very confident people. Confidence oftentimes is misportrayed, in my opinion, in in the media is like cocky or brash or Donald Trump style, right? Where it's someone who's larger than life and stealing all the attention, sucking all the oxygen out of the room. 
And I don't think that's necessary personally. I think that confidence shows its head in a lot of different forms. And I think that confident people have very different personality types, but it is something I've never seen an, an unconfident person be wildly successful on their own without it being some type of aberration. You know, it's something that every successful person I know has a, a high degree of confidence and people really gravitate towards that co- confidence. It's a prerequisite for being a great leader because, you know, people want to be led in a lot of cases. People want strong leadership. They want good leadership and uh, they want to be good followers, I think, in a lot of cases. And I think that confidence is something that people really gravitate towards and feed towards. It's also something that people are attracted to, you know, something that uh, with significant others is often listed as a key trait that uh, uh, is a reason that, you know, maybe your girlfriend's attracted to you is because you're a confident person. You display that confidence. So it's a very important things in a lot of facet of your life, but certainly in business and leadership and entrepreneurship, I think confidence is key. So my first point here is that confidence is a prerequisite to leadership, that in order to be a good leader, you need to be confident. So it's a key, it's something that you you can't be a great leader without having some degree of confidence. I mean, without confidence, how can you lead people into the unknown? And that's essentially what we're doing as entrepreneurs, it's essentially what we're doing as leaders, is we're leading people into the unknown. Lots of times people like to hear a plan and then criticize it and point out all the flaws, point out all the things that could go wrong and question the the direction that leadership is set, question the strategy that the CEO of a company is pushing forward because they see the potential problems. Well, a good CEO, a smart CEO already has thought about all those problems. You know, they've weighed all the unknowns and they've made a decision, the best way to proceed forward. And sometimes even having confidence makes that pushes aside some unknowns and makes the one unknown they want to have happen come into fruition. It makes the one unknown possibility that the the outcome they want to occur actually happen because of that confidence, because of that leadership. So it's a very critical thing. If you're going to lead someone into the unknown and people are going to throw barbs at you and, and say, what, what if this happens? What if that happens? Being confident is key in navigating that. So without confidence, how can you lead people through those unknowns, especially when everyone, including yourself, can identify them? So you have to be confident in your decision. It's a fundamental truth in business that you cannot know the outcome of everything. And like I said, oftentimes the biggest mistakes made in business were done with open eyes, you know, that they knew all the different risks and just weighed them incorrectly. A great example of this would be like Blockbuster and Netflix, you know, that Blockbuster saw Netflix growing and they couldn't go and do streaming in the early days. And maybe you could argue they mis, you know, qualified how big streaming would one day be and were way too slow and it led to their downfall. Certainly all those things ended up true. But in those days, making those calls, it wasn't quite as obvious. And they had a franchise model where they had literally thousands and maybe tens of thousands of stores out there with people who bought franchises from them based off this model of getting a DVD or getting a VHS in a store. So if they went and streamed over the top, they'd be literally undercutting all these people they they sold franchises to. So it just wasn't an option in those early days until it became more apparent that streaming was the future here to stay and they tried to pivot and it was too late. But nonetheless, my point in that is that oftentimes like that CEO wasn't blind to the fact that Netflix existed. They weren't blind to the fact that streaming existed and could be a big thing. They just didn't quantify that correctly. And nonetheless, you know, you have to lead against those unknowns and you have to, you have to be correct. In that case, they were wrong. You know, so as an example of how leading into the unknowns can go against you as well, but without confidence, you have a zero shot of leading a company like that in any direction. So it's key, even though there are unknowns, even though there are things that could kill your business that you quantify those. Yes, but you also lead confidently against them is my point. Is 
for example, have you ever met someone who needs every stat in the world to be convinced of something, you know, like that's someone who in my mind is very difficult to follow, you know, someone who's constantly just second guessing everything, constantly wondering what can go wrong and never really sure about what to do. You know, the, the leadership by committee is something that more and more people do, but I kind of see it as weak leadership in a lot of cases, you know, it's, it's good for brainstorming, but ultimately you want a strong leader who makes decisions. And that's something I would advise you guys on is it feels safe to get everyone's opinion and, uh, and, uh, get everyone in a room to give their opinion and to pick the answer that's in the middle. But by definition, you're going to get an average answer and an average outcome. Strong leadership takes into advice, you know, takes, it takes under advice, um, wait, what's the right way to phrase this? They, they take the advice of the people they follow and they, and they take advice from smart people and they take it into account. But once they have the information, they make, they make a strong decision because someone who's constantly unsure, who's constantly analyzing everything, who's trying to have the perfect plan misses on great execution. And, and that's not at the core of entrepreneurship, in my opinion. Uh, oftentimes that confidence comes for leaders, you know, when they're working in the background, you know, oftentimes when they're asking questions to their subordinates, they already know the answers. This is something that a mentor, uh, taught me is that he never asks a question of a subordinate without knowing what they're going to say to him. And that's an important thing. I think in, uh, being confident and, and inspiring confidence in others is that you already kind of have an idea of where this thing is going. And oftentimes you're asking questions to lead other people to those same conclusions. You know, you're, you're teaching them how to get to the same conclusion that you had because you already have the right answer. You know, the night before at midnight, you were working on what the right answer is during this, you know, next morning's meeting. You weren't surprised by the things that were brought to the table and you had already worked on it when other people weren't. And that's, I think an important thing for confidence as well is that you're working in the background, you're analyzing these things. And I think it's a really bad idea. I'll tie it all together. Sometimes you're not, sometimes you do need the advice of people in the field and information gathering, but when it comes to setting strategy, I really think that you need to have worked in the background and it's not a good idea to come into a meeting unsure about what, you, what your opinion is. Now, you know, you need to be free to change that from time to time to be a little bit fluid in what you do when you get new information from your subordinates or from people who advise you. But nonetheless, you need to have worked in the background in order to seem confident to people because that confidence is going to come from you already having the correct answer. I think that's a really important part of leadership as well is doing that work in the background and to be careful that, you know, these meetings aren't, you know, the first time that you've considered key issues in your business. And I think that's a, a really big part of being confident. So, you know, moving on, you know, with confidence, have you ever wondered why so many starkly different personality types can be successful? You know, that you see uh, billionaires or hundred millionaires or powerful people who are introverted, like a quirky tech guy, right? And then you see someone like a flashy real estate agent who's killing it and doing these YouTube videos about his $20 million listings in New York City. And then you hear about the alpha male CEO who's tearing down a boardroom and yelling at people and everyone's intimidated by him, like a Steve Jobs type, right? Or maybe a hard-nosed financier who's, you know, getting that last quarter of a percentage point on his investments and really grinding people. But then there's the nurturing consumer good CEO. It's the Whole Foods guy. You know, it's uh, Howard Schultz who runs Starbucks constantly talking about uh, touchy feeling things and the ethos and ethics of a business. And you look across that spectrum I just gave you, everything from the quirky tech guy who can barely, you know, speak in, in a big meeting and barely do a presentation to a hard-nosed financier who's, you know, uh, in his uh, three-piece suit with a flashy tie and a slick briefcase and tearing down the world, you know, slicked back hairs, chugging down martinis at lunch. Why, what, what unites those two people is that they have confidence in their vision. They have confidence in what they're doing. They have confidence in how this is going to turn out in the world for them. 
and for their business and for their product. And that's something that the quirky tech guy has that the hard-nosed financier has is they're both very, very confident people. And that's something where I think it unites successful people. And I touched on that in the beginning of the podcast, but confidence is so key because it is a common thread amongst the successful people that I know. And it's something for you to really reflect on and find ways for you to be confident. You know, in, in that vein, you know, what can you do to be more confident? I already listed an important one. You can prepare, you know, you can work on things ahead of your subordinates. You can have answers while other people are first considering these different issues. And that's going to inspire confidence in them and inspire confidence in yourself. You can take care of yourself. You know, it's hard to be confident. Like I mentioned earlier, if you're sick or if you're unsure about your health or if you're unsure about your mental state, it's hard to be confident. And then you can also learn a lot. You know, you can be a student forever and you can be emboldened by the fact that you can have some failures. And I think all those things lead to confidence. Whereas, you know, people who are scared to fail or scared to misstep, they have trouble being confident. And those different personality types I listed a moment ago, probably all of them have those things that I just mentioned. They're confident in their own self. They're confident in their preparation. They're confident in their vision. And they, and they see something that they're guiding everyone towards. And they understand that they're a risk. They understand that, they understand that this could go wrong, but they're, they're leading against those risks. You know, that they're, they're willing to take those risks. They're willing to fail on certain issues. They're willing to maybe even fail in their entire project and risk it in order to go forward. And that risk taking is a key piece of success as an entrepreneur. Uh, so those are things that can make you confident. You should consider those things for yourself because all those personalities I listed, they, they exhibit confidence in spades. They have a commitment to their vision. They're decisive on key issues and they have an uncompromising view of direction and strategy. And what I mean by that is whatever their current strategy is, they are pushing people towards it. They're a motive force in the world, making it happen. And if you want to be a successful entrepreneur, you need to bring that into your uh, workflow. So why is this confidence so attractive? Like I mentioned, it enables leaders to take risks and taking risks is fun. It's interesting. It inspires people. Having a bigger vision for the world than what's going on around you today is like a, a fundamental thing that is really attractive to people. And that's what enables uh, your confidence and enables that attractiveness that your followers are going to have towards you. You know, that you see that visionary tech guy who's standing on the stage, inspiring people with how he can change the world with a device or change the world with a program or something. And you see the, the like almost visceral, like excitement in the room, you know, people cheering and screaming and crying during these Apple presentations and stuff. It's, it's because they are so inspired by this person's vision for the world. And it's, it's something that they're attracted to. They want to be a part of that vision. And I, I think, I think taking risk is key to that. And I think that, that that risky thing is something that people admire. You know, they wish that oftentimes people wish they could take those risks themselves and they just don't have the confidence to do it. And that's why it's so attractive. Leadership requires uh, influence over others. And if you're not sure, people will sense that, you know, you need to be very confident in what you're doing, because if you're not confident, people will sense that and kind of um, push it out on you. And I think that the opposite is true that if they sense your confidence, there's that extra bit of attraction towards you. You know, sometimes, like I said, in romantic situations, even like physically or whatever, but in a uh, business, you know, people are attracted to confident leadership because they want to be led. You know, like I mentioned earlier, people want to be good followers and they want to be led and they want to be led by, by people who are doing big things. They want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. They want some mission in their life in addition to dollars and cents. So they, they can be inspired by your leadership if it leads to everyone getting rich, but even more so if it leads to a better version of the world and that they can leave their mark. And I think that's becoming an increasing decision people make in their career path is what impact will my company and my work have on the world? And I think that's another reason that confidence is so attractive. You know, like I mentioned earlier, confidence does not always equal cockiness. So it's like a popular image in the media, but in my experience, it's not true. You know, like I'm, I used Donald Trump as an example earlier, obviously a very confident person, but also very brash. And oftentimes, you know, that 
people like Trump, politicians, uh, you know, alpha male CEOs, or a, a financier who, like I mentioned, is all flash or whatever, and she's you know just killing it with her suit and and pushing through meetings with her martini, right? Th- th- those types of things, I think, uh, are popular images in media, but it's not true in, in real life. I see some of the people who are the quietest people I know are the most confident. And I think that's really true. Confidence can enable open dialogue. It can open, it can enable brainstorming. It can enable your people to feel empowered and, and to feel like they can run their own divisions. That's something that I incorporate in my leadership a lot. I'm confident, but I'm also very open to delegation. So, you know, our, our middle management has a lot of authority. They can make a lot of decisions unilaterally. I really value uh, their input and they can make important key decisions to the business sometimes without even involving us. And I think that takes a high degree of confidence to enable that type of behavior as well. So, um, you know, it's not always that you're in control of everything. It's not always that you're brash or beating everyone up or something like that. Like a movie would have you believe sometimes the quietest people are the most confident and I'm not necessarily the quietest person, but I'm very open to brainstorming. I'm very open to listening to people and to empowering people. And sometimes that's confidence as well. Whereas someone who's seen as brash or runs over their subordinates or whatever is, is the classic image of confidence. I don't think that's, uh, necessarily always true. So, you know, confidence does not always equal cockiness. And that's an important thing to internalize. Confidence does require a positive self-image. You know, I mentioned earlier, but it's critical to nurture your own self-image as as an entrepreneur. You know, there's going to be very uncertain times. And when you go into these communities and and you listen to people like me, all of us have our our bumps and bruises and scrapes. I've had lots of businesses I tried to launch fail. I've had ideas. I've literally had a patent stolen. I've had several service businesses fail that I thought were great ideas at the Supreme Court rule that, uh, teeth whitening could be done in uh, salons or whatever in that ruined a teeth whitening business that I had with dental hygienists. So, I mean, I, I've had lots of uh, bumps and bruises and scrapes and you got to be tough. You got to pick yourself out of the dirt and you got to go and innovate again. You got to keep reloading and and just keep, keep firing. You got to keep pushing forward and you have to be able to take some of those uh, um, almost like bumps and bruises. You have to be able to take those scrapes. You have to be able to take those knockdowns. You got to pick yourself back up. And that really requires a positive self-image. It's critical that you nurture your own self-image as an entrepreneur. It's critical that you take care of your health mentally and physically. You know, like I mentioned earlier, that if you feel sick, you're not going to be a good leader. You're not going to be a good entrepreneur. So take care of yourself and have some self-love. I would do podcasts in the future about, you know, meditation and different things that powerful people do, getting in the gym, taking care of your health, taking care of your sanity, how to balance cutting loose and partying or something like that versus, you know, doing things that are responsible and, and build you up. So those are key issues for you to consider for yourself. And trust me, you're being productive when you're taking care of yourself as an entrepreneur. You know, that uh, uh, one of my mentors taught me once, you know, that you want a rich boss and you want a healthy boss. You want someone who's well-adjusted and feels confident and well taken care of because that's what enables them to think about their followers and to think about the business. So if you feel totally secure, if you have a beautiful home that's paid off and you have uh, uh, a good salary that makes you feel real secure and, and you feel like your, your nest egg's intact and things are going in the right direction, it's going to enable you to take more risks. It's going to enable you to be more generous with your constituents and the people that you're responsible for. And it's going to enable you to be a better entrepreneur and a better leader. So a positive self-image is really, is really critical and it's a prerequisite to confidence for sure. One key thing to keep in mind of all this, and I think this is what really enables confidence is that it's okay to be wrong. That's where you can take those risks that people are attracted to. That's where you can confidently go into the unknown and lead people with you is that 
you have to understand you can fail. And like I mentioned a moment ago, I failed tons of times in my career already. Everything from small initiatives in my successful businesses to bad hires that I was really excited about to outright starting new businesses that crashed for reasons in and out of my control. And it's okay to be wrong. What I'm here to tell you is despite those bumps and bruises and those scrapes I, I spoke about earlier, uh, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still kicking and I feel like I'm still successful. Um, and that's, that's an important thing for entrepreneurs and leaders to keep top of mind is that it's okay to be wrong. This is key to unlocking your confidence. Uh, you need to understand you won't die if some of your calls miss and you know, you won't die if some of your initiatives don't work out the way you planned. You can, you can always reload, you can always recover. And there are countless inspiring stories out there. Just last night in the wall street journal, I think it's called Dave's killer bread. And there's this guy named Dave who came back to the family bakery after doing a 15 year stint in prison for assault and drug possession, terrible stuff. He had a terrible background, but he picked himself up, made himself into a better person and just sold his uh, family's bread business for $250 million with his brother. So, you know, there are countless stories like that out there, people uh, overcoming, over, uh, overcoming crazy odds, you know, that most people will just be overwhelmed and give up. And these people pick themselves up and get back to it and, and become successful entrepreneurs, become successful leaders. So, you know, you need to be confident that you can be wrong. You can make some mistakes and you can still recover. Um, now, in that case, I'm not encouraging you to do drugs and go assault people or whatever. That's not a prerequisite to being successful. But, you know, in a more applicable case to most of us, it's okay to make some bad calls on strategy. It's okay to be wrong on a new product line or a new business. You know, don't always bet your business on, on everything that you do hedge your bets. But at the same time, it's okay to go forth confidently. It's Facebook that says move quickly and break things. And that's, you know, really true that you, you need to have that entrepreneur mindset that you're going to make some change in the world. Well, change is going to come with some missteps. You're going to have some failed products. You're going to have some failed visions. You're going to have some failed executions and you need to realize that you're going to survive that. And that's something that will really enable confidence and leadership by extension. Um, so again, you won't die if, you, if some of your calls miss. And what I'd encourage is hedge your bets, you know, make sure that you have asymmetric bets where your, your upside is greater than your downside. And if you do that successfully, that's where you can really grow and you can have better outcomes because, you know, like I said, don't bet your whole company on each new product line that might fail or something like that. But if you bet it on a product line that if it succeeds, it's going to increase the value of your business 4x. And if it fails, it's going to decrease the value of your business 0.2x, then that's a good bet for you to take, right? So look for asymmetric bets. That's something I've spoken to you guys about with investing, you know, where you look for companies uh, that have asymmetric upside compared to their downside. And the same is true when you're innovating in your business and making these bets, but don't be afraid to fail in those things. You know, once you see those asymmetric bets, take them and make some change and get out there and do things. Finally, what I mentioned earlier is that confidence is key in your personal life too. You know, your friends and your family need leadership just like employees do. And if you see yourself as a leader in the world, if you want to affect the lives of those that you care about in business, uh, it's your customers and your employees, uh, maybe even your vendors and things like this, your constituents, your shareholders in, in your personal life, that's going to be your family. That's going to be your friends. It's going to be your loved ones. That's going to be the charities that you can affect. Confidence is key in those things too. You need to be decisive. You need to have a clear vision uh, for great outcomes and you need to push people towards them. This is true when people are going through dark spots. And it's also true when good times are rolling, that people gravitate towards that confidence. Uh, if you're trying to be someone's lover, being really confident is certainly is going to help you in that, right? Uh, if you're trying to be a great brother, you know, being uh, uh, confident when, when they come to you with an issue in, in their personal life, when they come to you with an issue in, in their professional life, those things are going to really help them as well. So confidence is key in your personal life too. And that's worth keeping top of mind.
So that's my episode. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I think it's a really key element to leadership like I've outlined. And I think that if you look for ways to be more confident, you're going to find yourself more successful in the long and short term. So I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts. You can send feedback and questions uh, to theblackwoodshow at gmail.com or reach me on Instagram at theblackwoodshow. And thank you for taking the time to listen to me. Happy New Year's, guys. I hope that 2021 is is your best year yet. And I'm confident that the world's going to take a turn for the better compared to 2020. I hope that your world does too. Uh, so thanks so much for all your support this year. And I'll talk to you guys in 2021. Have a good night.